I'm going to give you some ideas for how you can celebrate podcast milestones. Welcome to The Audacity to Podcast, episode 201, How to Celebrate Podcast Milestones. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving if you're in the United States of America. If you're outside of the U.S., I hope you still have many opportunities and take those opportunities to be thankful. I am very thankful to you for listening or perhaps even watching this as I'm now getting back into doing a little bit more video during my live shows on Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Eastern over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash live. Podcast milestones can be big things for podcasters, and it's really cool when we reach particular anniversaries like a year later or two years, or we've been podcasting for 10 years. If you've been podcasting for 10 years, you are amazing. If you reach a certain episode milestone, like 10 episodes or 25 or 50 or 100 or 1,000, that can be really amazing. And I think all of these are worth celebrating. But there are different ways that you could potentially celebrate these milestones. So I'm going to give you some ideas for celebrating your podcast milestones, as well as maybe some ideas of how not to celebrate your podcast milestones. The first thing that you need to know about podcast milestones is if you're going to celebrate, plan ahead. It's no use to the night before decide, oh, tomorrow is my 500th episode. I think I'll do something special. It's not going to be as special then. Yes, there might be things that you could get an idea at the last minute to do something special, but to have a great celebration of a podcast milestone, you really need to plan ahead. There could be several reasons for this. Maybe you want to have a special guest on this milestone episode. Maybe they book themselves weeks in advance, so you can't just call them overnight and expect them to be available the next day. You may need time to collect responses to include in your podcast. Like when I celebrated the 100th episode of the Audacity to Podcast, I shared 100 podcasting tips from other podcasters. I had to collect that information ahead of time. I was asking for it weeks in advance to make sure that I gave everyone enough time to send in their responses, those who wanted to send in their responses. And it was a great episode. I really appreciated all of the incredible tips that were given in that episode. Go back to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 100 and listen to the awesomeness of everyone else's tips. You may also want to get your audience excited about what's coming for your podcast and what you're about to celebrate and how they can participate in it. And you want to keep reminding them of that. If you just announce it only the week ahead of time, it may not be enough time for them to hear it because of the way that podcast consumption is very time shifted, meaning that I might download it on the day that it's released, but I might not listen to it for a week or month or even longer than that after the event. So try to start planning these things in advance. And it may just take you time to prepare for what it is you want to do. Maybe you want to do an audio drama or you're doing a musical episode or or you're just trying to make 
extremely valuable content, that takes extra time to prepare. So you want to start planning ahead of time. Make your decision how you're going to celebrate and start planning that ahead of time. I really think that planning is never a bad idea. So the better that you plan your podcast milestone, the better the celebration for it will be. The next thing to consider is giving versus gazing. Most podcast milestone celebrations can come in one of two forms. One is giving value and the other is what I'll call navel gazing and many other people might call it that too. You would be giving value when you make your podcast milestone celebration all about your community or something for your community. This could directly involve other people into your podcast, or maybe you're working on some idea to bring highly valuable content for this special celebration episode, or maybe you want to provide something that helps or entertains above everything else, or you're just continuing to keep your trend of helping and entertaining with your podcast. And that's what giving value is all about, giving that help or that entertainment in your podcast. And I'll mention in a moment when might be a good time to use that kind of celebration. The other kind of celebration would be more, we'll call it navel gazing, where you make the celebration all about yourself. This might be when you reflect on your own podcasting history, you give some kind of best of selection of your episodes or stories or tips or something like that that you've already shared, or anything really that focuses more on yourself than on your community. There are appropriate times, really, for both of these approaches to celebrating a podcast milestone, and that decision is ultimately up to you. It's not something I can decide for you or anyone else. It's something you need to decide based on what you think will be the most valuable and best for your community. Your community may want to know all about you and your story in your 200th episode or 100th episode or whatever milestone you're celebrating. Or they may want something of more timeless, intangible value. So consider those two things, either giving value or navel-gazing with your podcast milestone celebrations. Here are my suggestions for how you could incorporate these into celebrating your podcast milestones. When you're doing an episode number celebration, that's a great opportunity to give value. It really is a big thing when you reach your first double digits in podcasting. It's even bigger when you reach those triple digit milestones like 100, 200, 500 episodes, and so on. These significant numbers will be important to both you and your community, so it would be great to celebrate, and I think your community would love to celebrate with you along with this. And when people see that you have some kind of milestone they will shower you with congratulations. I am very thankful for all of the kind words and congratulations and appreciation and notes of gratefulness I received after my recent 200th episode of the Audacity to Podcast. I really appreciated that, and I hope that you received a lot of value as well from that 200th episode. But keep in mind that episode numbers are also a bit relative depending on how you schedule your podcast. Because it could be really big for a weekly podcast to hit episode 50. That means that they've been podcasting for almost a year or somewhere around a year. But a daily podcast will hit episode 50 within two months. So it's not representing as much 
history to the podcast to celebrate a 50th episode for a daily show as it is for a weekly show. Yes, it's still just as much work and maybe even more work to celebrate a 50th episode from a daily show than a weekly show, but it might not be as exciting to your community and you might not have a very large following yet to really appreciate how long you've been doing this if you've only been doing it for almost two months. So I think that the episode number podcast milestones are the best moments to really give value to your audience. And here are some ideas for how you can do that in celebrating one of these milestones, your 10th, your 50th, your 100th, 1000th, 200th, 150th, anything like that, an episode number-based celebration. You could include tips from your audience. This would be, maybe you could make the number of tips tie into the number of episodes that you're celebrating, like I did with my 100th episode of the Audacity to Podcast that had 100 podcasting tips. This doesn't really scale. That's why I decided not to do it at all for my 200th episode, and I will never do it again for an episode of the Audacity to Podcast because I can't fit more than 100 tips in a single episode of the podcast and still give everyone an equal opportunity to receive credit for those tips. You could invite a special guest. Pick anyone who might mean something special to your community in order to give value. This could even be your community themselves. I'll give you some more ideas on that in a moment. You could live stream your special podcast milestone episode. If you don't normally live stream, make it a live event. Tell people to schedule their lives around your upcoming live event so that they can make sure to make it to that live event on the internet. You could use YouTube Live or any other kind of live streaming technology. Even do it video would be great. It doesn't have to be fancy because this is something special and I think your community will appreciate the specialness of it more than the production values that go into how good the video looks. Just try to keep the audio at the same level of quality as you can. You could also host an in-person party. If you have loyal enough fans, then they might be willing to travel to see you and be part of your podcast. So consider renting some space somewhere at a restaurant or some kind of meeting place and having a party there. Actually, you don't have to wait for a specific episode milestone to have a meetup. Have meetups for any reason, really, just decide, hey, it's it's summer, let's have a summer meetup, or I'm going to be in such and such area, let's have a meetup there. This is something I'm going to be doing in 2015, as I'll be speaking at, right now, I'll be speaking at three different conferences, Social Media Marketing World in San Diego, New Media Expo in Las Vegas, and I'm planning and trying to work towards speaking at Podcast Movement in Fort Worth. That just the sessions haven't opened up, but I will definitely be there. So at all three of these events, I'm going to plan to have local meetups. It might just be me and five other people. That's fine. It could be 20 people. That would be great. But a meetup or some kind of in-person party could be a great way to celebrate your podcast milestones. You could have some kind of open house episode where you invite your community to be part of the episode with you, but not necessarily just an interview where they call in or they send in feedback or something like that, but it could be where you have open lines. You could do with this with live call-ins, you give out your Skype number or your Skype ID, or you use Google Hangouts on air, anything like that. 
inviting your community to be part of this episode with you. I did this for my 100th episode of my Clean Comedy Podcast over at cleancomedypodcast.com slash 100. And it was a lot of fun because there were certain stories that might not have been as funny if they were told just as a voicemail or in an email. But because the person got to interact with us in telling their stories, we had fun with it. We asked them questions. We bantered back and forth about certain things here and there. It was a lot of fun to do that and something very different than we normally do for that show. And people really enjoyed it. It was a great way to celebrate our 100th episode of the Clean Comedy Podcast. You could try a different format with your podcast. For example, if you normally host an interview show, maybe try a solo show or vice versa. If you normally do an audio podcast, try a video podcast episode. I don't normally recommend mixing formats like that, especially if you're normally an audio podcast and then you stick a video in your feed. I don't normally recommend that. But if you give enough warning ahead of time to let people know episode number such and such is going to be a video episode, so keep that in mind when it downloads or when it becomes available for you to download. That way people can know that if they're using one of those podcast apps that doesn't support video, like many of the apps out there, Stitcher, for example, or iHeartRadio or some of those others, then they know if they want to hear that episode to go to a specific place for it. But still, maybe it would be best if you release both formats into your feed so people could still get the audio version, but also have the option of the video version. Or maybe you only embed the video version in your show notes for that episode. But whatever the case, try a different format. Or maybe your content is normally a presentation style, like I do with the Audacity to Podcast. Maybe you could try a scripted drama or even some kind of musical, but things like that can take a lot of work to do. Dave Jackson celebrated his 400th episode of School of Podcasting, and he did some really fun and crazy things. And it fits really well with his fun and crazy and interactive personality. And it was a lot of work. He said that afterward that he might never do something like that again because of how much work it takes. But it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. It was completely different from what he normally does. But that was okay because it was a fun celebration and had a lot of inside jokes for those who had been listening to his podcast for a while like Binky and the Wiz show and all of that was in it. So it was a great celebration of that. You could also use your podcast milestone episode as a way to answer questions. If you spend most of your podcast interviewing people or presenting information or anything where all that you're doing is giving content that you are coming up with and that is not in any way an interactive show or you are responding to feedback from your audience, then this could be a great time to answer those questions. Questions that people have been collecting or thinking of for your last several episodes or however many episodes you've released up until this point. Ray Edwards did this for his podcast milestone when he reached episode 100. And it was really cool to hear these great questions people had after all of his podcast episodes that he'd released up until that point. And he even made it a special incentive for people that he said, if you ask your question and I include it in the show, then you'll get this special bonus. You can decide to do that if you want, or you could skip that. It's completely up to you. How you podcast is totally up to you. So you could 
answer questions. These are some ideas for how you can give value with your podcast episode milestones. And I recommend that these work great for your episode number milestones, like episode 100 or 150 or 200 or 500, 1000, anything like that. If it's a special number, it could even be that the number is significant to the kind of show you have. For example, if you do a podcast about Xbox, then episode number 360 would probably be a significant number to do something on. Or if you do a podcast about ketchup, then 57 might be a really important number to your podcast. It's really up to you how you want to celebrate those milestones, but I recommend that those milestones be something that gives the most value, like these tips that I shared. Include tips from your audience, invite a special guest, live stream, host an in-person party, have an open house episode, try a different format, or answer questions. I'd love to hear from you your ideas on how to celebrate a podcast episode milestone and give great value. Please comment on the show notes over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash milestones for the show notes on episode number 201. The other kind of podcast milestones that you could celebrate would be anniversaries. And I recommend that these are great moments for you to do a bit of navel gazing. Most likely, you have skipped an episode here or there in a weekly show and ended up with maybe fewer than 50 episodes, or you did a straight run and had exactly 52 episodes in a year. In any case, it's very highly likely that your episode number milestones may not match up with your annual milestones, that you're only doing exactly 50 episodes per year or 100 or 600 or something like that, a nice, clean, divisible number in a year. But there are those then anniversaries that could be great moments to celebrate and potentially good moments to do a bit of introspective content or, in other words, navel-gazing. This could be something like your less significant episode numbers, like 25 or 150, or it could be your anniversaries, like you've been podcasting for one year, two years, five years, whatever, anything like that. I still think your ultimate goal should be to be either helpful or entertaining in your content, but you can still do this even though you may be doing a bit of what we're calling navel-gazing, or basically focusing on yourself. So here are some ideas on how you can celebrate with a bit of navel-gazing, or we could call this celebratory navel-gazing. That sounds like a great name for a band, by the way. You could tell the story behind your podcast. Maybe people want to know why you started your podcast or what you've learned about your podcast, what inspired you to take the action that you're taking now. What is your podcast setup? That's a great thing to do around national or now international podcast day. You could share things that you've learned thus far from your podcast or learned from your audience or from the guests that you've interviewed. You could talk about the mistakes that you've made along the way. I did that for one of my special anniversaries and celebrations with the Audacity to Podcast as I shared my podcasting mistakes. Yes, it was a bit of navel-gazing, but I shared it in a way that I wanted to give value and hope that you would not make the same mistakes as I did. In fact, I shared how you could avoid these mistakes or some of them how I fixed the mistakes or how you could try to fix them if you already made those mistakes. 
you could look back and highlight some of your best content. Because after all, it's very likely, if you've been podcasting for more than a year, that maybe not all of your audience remembers some of your older content, and maybe not all of your audience even heard or saw all of your older content. So it could be a great opportunity for you to go back and review some of that. It also works great for search engine optimization from your website if you are linking back to older posts. You could explain a shift in the vision of your podcast on a particular anniversary to let people know what's coming. This could be something that you do just every year on a particular date, like in January, or maybe on International Podcast Day, or maybe when you come back after a hiatus. It doesn't have to be an annual thing or an episode number. It could just be a particular time that you choose to do this, and it's a way of celebrating a particular milestone. You might want to reveal plans for the future, how your podcast is going to change, or maybe how it's going to stay the same. I'd love to hear your ideas on how you can celebrate some of these anniversaries or the less significant episode numbers while getting a little bit introspective, but still giving value. Please comment on the show notes for episode 201 over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash milestones. I'd love to hear your perspectives and other suggestions, and I'd love to hear even how you have celebrated certain podcast milestones, an anniversary, an episode number, reaching a certain income level, anything like that. I'd love to hear from you. Please comment on those show notes. I've got something really special coming up. If you are hearing this episode of the Audacity Podcast before December 6th, then there is still time for this. And that is I'm hosting a free webinar on search engine optimization basics for podcasting. I'm really looking forward to sharing this content. I'll be talking about stuff like whether you should use a theme or a plugin for your search engine optimization, what matters most to iTunes, what are some other ways that you can boost your rankings for search, and what you should be even trying to do with search engine optimization. This will be a surface level thing to get you started on optimizing your podcast for search engines. I'm really looking forward to it. It will be a free webinar. You can sign up for that and get the link to it in the show notes for this episode at theaudacitypodcast.com slash milestones, or just jump straight to this link at theaudacitypodcast.com slash SEO basics. I'd love to see you as part of that webinar. It will be on Saturday, December 6th at noon Eastern Standard Time. Go over to theaudacitypodcast.com slash SEO basics to sign up for that. And I'd love to see you there. Special thanks to those who left reviews for the Audacity to Podcast in iTunes. Monsieur SS said, excellent podcast on podcasting. Keep up the great work, Daniel. Thank you. Thank you, Monsieur SS. And Matt McWilliams said, the Audacity to Podcast is awesome. Daniel is doing a great job. Keep up the awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. And Munch Mac also known as Jim Munchback in Houston, said, Daniel is incredibly helpful and accessible. Thank you for all you do, Daniel. Thank you, Jim, for the kind feedback. And thank you for the iTunes reviews. They really encourage me and they help other people find the podcast as well. If you'd like to write a review, then please go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash iTunes 
or theaudacitytopodcast.com slash Stitcher. I get my reviews from my own service, mypodcastreviews.com. I recently added Stitcher integration and as a special Black Friday, Cyber Monday, just new special that I'm offering, you can get up to double the number of podcasts in my podcast reviews. The solo plan now offers instead of just one podcast, it's two podcasts that you can track in the solo plan. The multi-show plan has been renamed to the pro plan, and it now offers eight podcasts to track instead of five. And the network plan now offers 15 podcasts for tracking instead of 10. There's also an unlimited plan if you want to spy on all the other podcasts in your same niche, or you just have a lot of podcasts that you need to track. And there are other options and great features coming in the future. So check it out at mypodcastreviews.com. And that's not just a Black Friday or Cyber Monday sale. I activated it now, but it's staying like that for forever. You can sign up now, you can sign up later, and it's the same prices as before, but you're getting even more value now than you did before. I'd love to help you with your podcast. Just email me, feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com with your questions or suggestions for things that I should cover in the Audacity to Podcast, or if you need some one-on-one consulting, I'd love to work with you. You can also call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 or send a voice message through the website at theaudacitypodcast.com. Please comment on the show notes with your ideas of celebrating podcast milestones at theaudacitypodcast.com slash milestones. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from theaudacitypodcast.com. Thank you for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcasts.com.